Hi, this is Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 174, recorded on Monday, the 1st of May 2017. Hi again. It has been a month, just about, since the last podcast, and I do apologise for the missing two or three podcasts between the last one and this one. But first, happy May Day! Yeah, okay, but back to where have I been. I've been busy, tired, and honestly suffering from a bit of a lack of inclination. Not so much because there isn't that much content. Actually, there's been quite a lot of content in pop culture and technology and creative matters during the past few weeks. So that's not really an excuse. So, really, just sorry. Next bit of news. If you go to RoyMartha.com, that's R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com, which was formerly my website for everything, now it is purely business-oriented. Feel free to visit if you want to hire me, but for all the interesting deep-dive stuff on pop culture technology and geekery and creative stuff in general, go to roymartha.wordpress.com R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R dot wordpress dot com Yes, as in House of Pain's Jump Around, just like the prodigal son, I've returned to the bosom of WordPress.com hosting. There are two benefits of this. First, if, and it's unlikely to happen for quite a long time, I ever pop my clogs, it's still there. And, by the way, on that subject, Roy's Rocket Radio is archived up to episode 100, on YouTube, so there is always another way to listen as well if the primary site RoyMartha.com goes down. Another benefit is of course that RoyMartha.com can look a bit more professional and business-like. I have de-quirked myself somewhat. Show notes. Okay, if you read or download the show notes, you'll notice a few minor changes in the format, which are nothing to write home about, really. All I've done is loosely group everything under the broad headings of pop culture, creative, and technology. That makes more sense to the way I structure the show, and also saves me from doing too much typing. And so, on to the first thing. EasterCon. Though I have been to smaller events like Collectomania before they decided to abandon Milton Keynes and hold it in Birmingham, this is my first time at a real genre convention that has a bit of history. I have also been to things like comic marts and collector fairs before, but Like I said, this is my first major science fiction convention, and I've wanted to go to something like this since I was a child. In fact, I think a couple of years ago, I made plans to hit every major science fiction convention in the UK, and of course did none of that. But the difference here is, a friend 
made an open invitation to a group of us saying that he was going there, and so I grabbed the opportunity. Because if someone doesn't spur you to do something, you always have a feeling that, yeah, I can do it next year, I can do it next year, and what happens, you never do it. So I did it, and I went to Eastercom. So here are my impressions of going to my first real convention. It was pretty small compared to, I'm guessing, the really big one, London MCM Comic Con. There were not that many panels, and the day pass was more expensive than many of the other cons. Birmingham's NEC shops and cafes are also very, very expensive, with no cheap supermarket or fast food place on site. So if you are going, my recommendation is to take a huge cooler chest if you have a car and just fill it up with every conceivable nerdy snack you can think of, because otherwise you'll be paying through the nose. Networking. Well, not as much as I thought there would be. There was one editor for Tor who held a little coffee chat, but that was it really. Now, some of the good things. It felt like a pretty friendly convention. Everyone was very nice to each other, and it was nice to be amongst so many other geeks. It's one of the few times I've felt like I've really fitted in. The friend I went with said it was like being with your own kind and not with the muggles. But what would I do differently next time? Because I am going to MCM Comic Con soon and I am also going to Thought Bubble in September. So these are things I do differently. I would actually stir up the courage to interview people and get them on tape. Now, I plan to do that at Eastercon, but honestly, I was a bit too nervous to do that. But next time I will, and I'll take a decent recorder with me. At Eastercon, I just had my phone, which is adequate, with a lot of post-production treatment, but next time I think I will take a digital recorder, and a shotgun mic. If I went again, maybe not at MCM Comic Con, but maybe at a smaller one, I would perhaps get a panel together, or talk on someone else's panel. I mean, I do talk about a lot of genre stuff every week on this, and also in my private life, so why not? I would also learn a couple of Filk songs. Apparently, this year, they were short of performers, but I hadn't been practicing ukulele lately, and I had nothing learned by rote. Another thing I would consider doing is maybe wear something weird. Now, I'm not talking about cosplay per se, but just some crazy eccentric outfit Perhaps reflecting my inner oddness. You know why? Because it's liberating. So that was my first proper genre convention. Hopefully I will get more out of it next time and I'll certainly make an effort to do that. And you know the other thing that I forgot to mention? 
it would be really nice if I met some listeners in person. So maybe on my badge I will put in large block capitals Roy's Rocket Radio <laughs> next time. But if you do recognise me, be sure to say hello. Okay, and the next topic on pop culture is to do with Oxford. You see, I had an appointment there which had nothing to do with geekery. It was something completely separate about a week ago. So I did think that this time I would make the most of being there. It's not that far away from where I live, but still, Oxford kind of looks like Hogwarts, so I wanted to do things like maybe visit a college, walk around a bit, and of course I did none of that. First of all, traffic getting into Oxford was absolutely hell. I finished my appointment far too early, so by 10 o'clock in the morning, I was already in the centre of Oxford, I went to a tourist information office, which turned out to be not run by the government, but run by a completely commercial organisation that were just trying to drum up business for their paid tours. That was annoying, but I did find someone in there who was helpful. He found out for me that I was too early to visit All Souls, and I mention All Souls in particular because it is one of the colleges where you do not have to pay an entrance fee. But that was shut until 2 in the afternoon, and it was 10 in the morning, so I didn't really want to wait around for four hours. My next idea, which was a very good one, was just to go to the pub and wait it out for a bit. Now, on the way to the pub, it started pouring with rain, which wasn't good. Then both pubs that I tried were shut, including the pub that I wanted to specifically visit again. I've been in there once before, and that is the Eagle and Child, the meeting place of Tolkien and C.S. Lewis's The Inklings, the writing group that came up with so much geeky goodness. Yeah, it was shut. There was a guy in an alleyway who could see the misery across my face, and... <laughs> It made him giggle. I think it made me laugh a bit because I must have looked pretty despondent. Yeah, that was a bit of a bust. So, in the end, I didn't want to wait around for hours and hours. And I just drove home. Luckily, this time, in not much traffic. My advice is, if you go into Oxford, don't arrive earlier than 12 o'clock. If you're coming, do it by train or try and get a coach. If you do drive, you're really confined to using the park and ride. You can drive directly into Oxford, then there are places to park, but <laughs> unless you're really familiar with Oxford, it's going to be difficult. And if you think traffic on the way into Oxford was a nightmare, traffic inside Oxford is as bad as in say, the middle of London. Next, for the creative section. I've written down here, why aren't you angrier about lack of diversity? This was spurred on by something that had made me a bit annoyed from hearing a presenter say in a podcast, but I'm not a bully, so I won't specifically mention the podcast. And it seemed to me that the presenter was sitting a little on the fence about whitewashing. 
It's a sensitive topic for me, but sensitive does not mean it doesn't exist anymore, because of course it does. And it's not just a US problem, it's a problem in the West in general, particularly in the UK. Just Google Lenny Henry and Riz Ahmed's recent comments on the subject if you don't want to listen to me shout at you. The thing that annoys me most is that people are rather reticent to complain when we should all be thoroughly incensed. And I just have an aside to mention before I finish with this topic. I can now see why Doctor Who frequently hammers the point about diversity home with the subtlety of a sledgehammer. It's because it has to be that blunt because the world seems to be regressing rather than moving forwards. And that's my mini rant on creative matters at the moment. And I'm specifically talking about the lack of diversity in creative media. Although it is really across the board, but it seems predominantly bad in our industry. On to something else now. Technology. Okay, goodbye Unity. Canonical is dropping Unity. Yeah! That useless, mobile-ish front end that I think was an indication of Ubuntu's wish to be a universal OS for all devices. Remember the poor old Ubuntu phone? Really cool design and almost completely vaporware? I always hated Unity, and I am so glad that Ubuntu are going back to GNOME. They should never have left. Finally, Doctor Who. Please be a little patient until I can get back to doing the vintage Doctor Who viewing marathon, which does deserve an acronym, but it would be so hard to say. What would it be? It would be the VDWV. Um, yeah, I'll just stick to saying the whole thing out. Vintage Doctor Who viewing marathon. Clumsy as it is. It is coming back. It's just a matter of time and scheduling. And finally, 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 get in touch. I would love to hear from listeners about the current series of Doctor Who and Peter Capaldi's last outing as the Doctor or really anything else you want to talk about, and I literally mean anything, doesn't even have to be genre-related. The floodgates are open. And that is it. If you want to contact me, please use the blog, as I said at the top of the show. That is roymartha.wordpress.com R-O-I-M-A-T-H-U-R dot wordpress dot com I'm on Twitter, at RoyMartha, at R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R. There is a hashtag for the show, hashtag Roy's Rocket Radio. Please review in iTunes. Very, very important. It motivates me, and then there won't be so many gaps between shows. And that is it. That was Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 174, recorded on Monday, the 1st of May, 2017, and the time at the end of the show is 9.29 in the evening. Thanks for listening, and bye for now. Bye!